Hey there, I'm taking a week off from producing new episodes as I'm currently on spring break with the family and realizing that I am just not in the headspace to work in the mornings despite my best laid plans. I curated this week's theme from episodes that originally ran in 2020, and they're all designed to help you declutter your mind of old beliefs and judgments that may be weighing you down. I'll be back with new episodes about attention next week. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week's theme is spring cleaning your life. Yes, please. I mean, the urge to spring clean is a natural response in any given year to being cooped up indoors with all the windows closed all winter. But the fact that this was a pandemic winter means that this drive for renewal is real. It is real strong. Today's big idea is that there are all kinds of areas of your life that may be ready for a reboot. Your home, your relationships, your diet, your exercise routine, your car, your closet. I mean, phew, it's a lot. It's enough to maybe get completely overwhelmed and just stuff that urge to renew down and live with the chaos for a little longer. Well, here's a way to get yourself into motion and experience some relief, which then frees up some energy that will help you keep going. And that is to figure out where the energy in your life is festering and then direct your spring cleaning energy and efforts to that one spot. So these places is where stuff or bad habits are collecting, like leaves that pile up in the corner of your yard because the wind blows them there and then the fence traps them in. And then over time, you know, it's not just leaves that collect there, but it's also trash. So it becomes this big pile of grossness. That is what I mean by festering. If you can identify the spots where the flow gets stifled and things pile up in your own space or your own life, then you can just address that one particular area and restore the flow. For example, where's the spot in your house that collects all the random crap? There are several of these spots in mine, I confess. There's the corner of my desk, which is in the living room, so a lot of people leave things there. Also, the bench in our entryway used to be one of these spots. It was where the mail would pile up and things that need to be returned to other people and backpacks and hats and gloves and ugh, you name it. That's where that all accumulated. Also, the ironing board in our closet, which is where we put things we don't feel like hanging up. And oh man, the kitchen counter. This one drives me crazy because that is the main workspace in the kitchen. And when people leave things on it, then it's harder to make dinner. So... I have several of these spots. You probably have several of these spots. If you can just pick one of them and figure out a better solution for it, it's going to ripple throughout the house. To truly address these areas, you're going to have to do more than declutter. You're going to have to figure out a new system. So that's more cognitive and physical energy than just putting stuff away or throwing stuff out. But The payoff is that the benefits of rethinking this one area is going to ripple throughout your life. 
So it's worth the effort. And it's just one spot. It's finite. Let's say your entryway, like ours once did, gathers a heap of stuff every day. Here are some of the changes I've made that may help to keep the energy from coagulating in this spot, and they might help you too. You could put a small wastebasket where the mail piles up so that you can put any junk mail immediately into the recycling. I actually started keeping the outdoor recycling bin a few steps from our mailbox, so most of the mail never even comes in the house. This makes me sad about all those trees, but hey, recycling. We also got a bench with storage cubbies for the hats and the whatnots. So now even though hats will pile up after a snowstorm, there's somewhere to put them away and out of sight. Is it perfect? No. That bench? I don't love it. I would love to replace it someday. But is our entryway overflowing? Also no. Now we can walk in the door without being immediately immersed in chaos. So listen, one of my overarching mantras is there's a time and a place for everything including chaos. A companion to today's big idea of clearing out the places where energy gets stuck is to have some place in your house that can be a mess. For us, this is the art table in our kitchen. If the kids' crap is all over the living room, I am on them to clean it up because that is space we all share. But if it's on the art table, I let it be. That's their space, after all. Better for them to realize that having a cluttered surface impedes their productivity than to have me constantly asking them to put that stuff away, or even for me to put it away for them because I'm sick of looking at it. So long as this spot doesn't impede the flow of energy and sense of harmony in your home, let it accumulate stuff for a while, especially if it keeps those high traffic areas clear for all kinds of good comings and goings. Your tiny assignment is to assess, where does the energy fester in my life? It doesn't have to be in your house. It could be your car or your desk at work, or even your schedule. Once you figure out the trouble spots, pick one and give some good thought to what kinds of structures or systems you can set up to alleviate that pile up. And bonus points for figuring out a spot in your home that you can let be a mess, someplace that doesn't impede the energy from flowing in other parts of the house. You don't need a picture-perfect house. You just need the energy to be able to flow. Come back tomorrow for the final piece of spring cleaning your life, and that is to be intentional about the things you're releasing. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 